0: Hello everyone, welcome to my show, happy to have you, with Brandy Joy, a voice to be reckoned with. How are you all doing today? I hope well that I'm finding you in good health, peace, love, and happiness. And that's the way I just choose to to hope you all are today. Um, today's episode, we are uh, a little something different here. You know, I have a few different segments here. Um, our first one. Um, we're taking it back and we're showing some guest appreciation so please don't go too far you don't want to miss this all right all right well here we go so i have had the pleasure of having some pretty amazing guests on my show with so much more to come let's take it back take it back uh I'm going to take back to uh, Mr. LaShawn Rins- Lindsey. Yeah, yeah, he was my first, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, person that I connected with during podcasting and, and wanted to collab with and, and built, formed like, you know what I mean? A little, our own little, you know what I mean? understand. I consider him a brother, you know, and I, we don't, we don't even didn't know each other. You Know that well at all, but through our love of podcasting, and I find that very often, um, since I've been doing this, when I connect with other podcasters, you know what I mean? And some will hit it off and click, some won't. I've really came across one I didn't click with, but Rashad and I clicked with. We had a common interest, and it was amazing how that was, you know, the bullying, you matter that we have going on in this world was something that you know, I mean, we both were, you know passionate about, and I'm very proud of him, the dedication, him and his family, you know, his wife, they they put towards, you know, our our youth, our children, and we need more like you, so, most definitely, shout out to Rashawn Lindsay and his wife and family, much love, if you ever need anything coming from my way, you most definitely, I gotcha, Um, so, you know, bullying, man. This one right here is such a like. It just goes beyond measures of, it's how deep it is and how rooted and how untouched it goes. Like people just scave over it. There's so many layers and layers and layers of depth to this depth to this bullying. But the thing is, this word bullying, it's dangerous. It's it's a big deal. It it's mo- it, it's more deep and potent. Then society has made it, and that they will make it. And later on, hopefully sooner than later, we'll dig into that: why bullying is so minimized, and why does any really one even really want to tap in on that one? And when I say anyone, because you know we can do it all day long, but I'm talking about the higher ups, our leaders. What might say they got so many other things to worry about then they need to give the job to somebody that is ready and willing to do it, okay? But this one right here is it's a must because we all got children, 90, 95%, 99, damn it, when it come down to it. Even if you don't, you got nieces, you got whatever. You don't even have children, but we know a common interest of many of us are children. And so therefore it affects all. It affects your child because your child may be a friend of a a victim. Whatever it may be. We owe it to our children to be better. We owe it to them to protect them. And to give them a safe place to grow and to to become someone great. We can't set all these expectations on on, on these kids. And don't even give them a platform to even stand on. Or show them how to be better. These kids that are bullying, we gotta help them. We gotta show them a, a better way. We don't know what kind of background they come from and what they're going through. And if we took the time to find out, we could do something. But I guess some people don't got time for that, you know? Too busy, too busy uh, reading tweets and, you know, whatever it may be. I don't know. But I say, stop the pain and no more bullying. What do you say? So my next guest uh um I'm gonna show an appreciation too. Um and no, I'm, not, I'm not going in order <laughs> at this moment. I'm just not I'm just you know giving it my sincere from the heart you know throwback appreciation you know um we're gonna go with uh my very own child brandon shannon oh man he is my favorite that's my baby of course i'm supposed to say that right no he was because you heard straight from the baby's mouth you know kids there's one thing about kids they you know you you know they will be like oh he's lying he's fibbing or whatever they do those things because they're kids okay we got adults that are worse off for kids when it comes to lying and not being honest and telling the truth okay at least they're sincere about (laughs) that but they will be to be completely honest with their children are very very honest they're straightforward and blunt and if you ask them for whatever reason whatever you ask them be ready to hear the truth (laughs) raw uncut unfiltered the truth you know what I mean, and they and they love it. Um, so yeah. Uh, Brandon, you know, uh, my son is a very great kid, and we did a, a show on bullying. Also, you know, he has experience and had his share. You know, I think we all have. I mean, I, I've dealt with some things as a child too, which just definitely will be uh, doing a show on um more about that too uh more more personal stories from podcasters also um yeah my son um we did that show i thought it was pretty amazing because he's very open and honest and, and and just to hear him sit back and articulate and just really just you know talk you know and speak about what he has experienced and what he can do and will do you know for others and you know, it, it, it was amazing to see my little man, you know what I mean, get on here and let the world know, you know, a voice, for, a voice for youth, a voice for kids, a voice for children, you know, a safe place, and so that was a good time, um, you know, he's a great kid and he's actually, like, what is a very honorary, you know, youth when it comes to, the, uh, stopping the pain, you know, no more the bullying, because, uh... My kid he doesn't have a mean streak in his body. And I and it gets scary sometimes because I think that the way the society and the world has been created and made that kind and and, and sweet and loving people tend to get looked at as uh, easily easily and you know what I mean? People play off of that and it's so sad because you so so hard sometimes to come across genuine people, and that when you do that, you kind of, you know, take from someone, or you take a piece of someone, and make them feel like there's no good anymore, you know what I mean, and so, to me, when you see children emulating these things, it's like, enough's enough, you know what I mean, let's just help them not make the same mistakes we made, okay, let's like, let's end the cycle, so that A new one. A new, fresh one. That starts off on good standards. Continues. But if we do nothing, what are we expecting from them? What do they have to look at? Because, you know, us as adults, not we that well put together ourselves. We are still human beings. Adult does not equal perfect. Knows all. Knows everything. So. And. think a lot of times we tend to want to make our kids children believe that if they're less than us that we know more yeah yeah we do but there's a way we teach them that in a respectful manner so they can respect that authority versus feeling like overpowerment or control you know you set those correct boundaries they'll know who's the boss you know who you you know the parent is or authority figure is without trying to overpower or control with your status as being an adult because let's keep it real here, not all adults are that well put together some are more immature than children, trust me I know for a fact, I know plenty you know we might, we might all do, but I know I damn for sure do <laughs> so let's give our youth a little bit more credit and let's get our shit together, excuse my language I'll drop a bomb here and there and let's teach them better, don't expect more from you if you're not willing to do more so if you expect expecting more yeah, I'm checking for you, let me see you be doing more, or hit the door, <laughs> you know, I just throw a little, little joke in there, but no, seriously, um, my son Brandon, amazing, and I can't wait to get him back, you know, on on, on the air, and, and give us, you know what I mean, some of that incredible knowledge that he has, <laughs> oh yes, 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 also, guys, who do remember Coach Christian. Coach Christian talked about mental health, especially within, within men. It was really good. That show got a lot of, lot of play, a lot of download, a lot of air time. People really took in with it to, um, that show right there. I think to this day it might hold the most numbers. I think don't quote me on that. But the point is, Coach Christian, thank you. But, you know, I did that show like a while, while back, so... You know what I'm saying? So some shows are more newer than others, obviously, but Coach Christian, um, that was uh, a good, a good show. Uh, thank you for all that you were, were willing to talk about in your personal life and, and teach. And definitely we want you to come back and give us some more of what you do. You know, always welcome. Once on here at Coach Christian, it's, it's your home too, so don't, don't be a stranger. Do not be a stranger. Um, mental health is something that is major, you know, it's up there, bullying mental health, you know what I'm saying and it, it goes unscathed too, it, it's not touched on as much as it should be because when I, I say like it should be, it should be to where it's required in schools for children to n- take a class or be talked to, they need to know because they might have someone at home that deals with these things and they don't get it, they're not being taught really, they're just being taught to deal with it, that's what it is and it maybe may be confusing to them maybe they all understand themselves a little better, you know Of course, you know, you deliver it as to whatever age group you're talking with. you got to put it on to their level. But what if you could help a kid identify with something? When you put those lessons or teachings in front of them, you help them learn how to deal with others and to be empathetic. And sometimes you can help shed light upon what they've been going through and feeling. And they might reach out versus something else that could have went badly. They would have done. You know, because see, uh, children aren't stupid. They're quite intelligent man you got to think about it those young brains fresh young minds you know what i'm saying doing all those fresh young things man they, they can take in a lot and and understand and it's just pretty amazing because i sit back and i listen to these children and i'm always amazed and they just tickle me so you know the things that they say and how they form their words and their reactions and just everything about it you know I'm very much a person that that watches and pays attention and listens. I don't just react. I'm just just be talking just to be like, oh, you know, I'm aware of my surroundings and I pay attention to things, you know, to understand them better. And that's just what I do cause I enjoy. But mental health, I mean, we've got <sighs> some kids need to know. just trust. mental health, uh, goodness gracious, veterans. You know it's it's just, it's just astonishing to me how there's so a lack more the more a lack of help than of if that makes sense and um co-christian I, I i feel that he's an asset and could you know be someone that could help another get through to someone somebody family I don't know, but I know that he does like to, um, I, I, the last time I spoke to him he was speaking of men's mental health, and I thought that was pretty amazing, so we're definitely going to try to have him back, and definitely, you know, if in need, someone can grab onto him and use his services, so thank you, Coach Christian, you're amazing, and you are always welcome back here at A Voice to Be Reckoned With. That we had on the show was Scott Silverman. That was pretty awesome. Uh, Scott was amazing to talk with. You know, Scott, he's the founder of a Second Chance. I was a second chance here in San Diego. Well, it, was in, it was in Euclid. Yeah, yeah, in Canto. My bad. In Canto. And I have actually been in the building before and know quite about it. Not a whole Enough. And Scott enlightened and does even more that day on where that vision came from, how it came about. And I felt very honored to hear straight from the man himself. Who thought I'd be sitting? Sorry, felt like we probably were both sitting, right? <laughs> I was, uh, you know, talking with and interviewing, you know, the guy that, that made it happen, his vision and his, his uh, heart for helping others. He didn't just help himself he helped himself so that he could help others and that's what is amazing about Mr. Silverman um, I thought that learning more about Silverman and his struggles or Scott because Scott said to call him Scott but you know <laughs> um, he just uh you know how sometimes we we hear of a person, we know of a person, but when we speak to that person and they let them let us know more about them, it's kind of like our parents. We sometimes people say, we don't view our parents as real people. We're like, <gasps> and they're like, oh yeah, I'm a real person. I've done that. Yeah, you know, I was a child. I was this. You know, you know, it helps you connect more with a person. And so you know, he's he had you know he's a real person like that. He he it, it was enlightening to to share. You know, I you know that. You know, we're all the same. We all been through so much, and still we, we deal with things. We just learn how to deal with them a lot better. I appreciate Scott because you know he went on out on the, the limb there, and he put all he put his information, you know, on on you know my show, and made it very very reachable and possible. So if ever needed, please hit me up, and and I'll, and I'll reach out to Scott. Or you um, can reach out to him with those numbers, and I will be posting them, you know, and, um, on the show later on. So that if you need, in need, if, it, if your family or you have any need or any help struggling with addiction, um, don't hesitate. It's like a no-brainer. It's like, bet, got it. We'll reach out, and he'll do what he can to help you, what I say what he can, he will help you, and if he will get you to where you need to be, if he can't, but I'm pretty sure he can get you to where you need to be, all you gotta do is just make that phone call. Call so, um, I'm gladly here to help and assist in any type of way if needed. So, to everyone out there, if you're in need, please reach out. Just got Silver me. Just got me. Thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing with us because you know, someone out there or someone might know someone. To be reckoned with. Thank you, guys, so good. Kevin Douglas Wright, producer, director, writer of "I Learned It From You." We had him here on the show at Voice To Be Reckoned With, and I had a great time. I thought Kevin was pretty freaking awesome. <laughs> I thought his documentary was awesome. I just thought he was just awesome. You know, uh, I, you know, if I could learn something from something or someone, this is a, a good freaking day. And I've had the blessing and honor of all of my guests being able to to leave that here on the show or leave something here with me, you know, in my mind, and my heart all of the time. Um, Kevin? that's pretty cool, you know, for you to, um, put that documentary together and so talented to take those six questions and the questions that when you were younger, you asked your parents and they're genius. They're just, what I'm trying to say, I guess what I'm trying to say is that those questions there, I'm not going to say simple, but just straightforward and like, just like, hey. just like it, it wasn't like something you got to go like deep thoughts and like, it's this a trick question? You know what I mean? It was like, what neighborhood? What, what race uh, friends did you have? What games did you play? You know what I mean? But then, this is the kicker. The crazy part about it is, it will make you really kind of have to think for a minute, though, I guess. You know, it's not one of those, I don't know, it's a trick question. But it's very simple and straight to the point. But it's not that you just can't, you're not really, I guess, used to being asked those type of questions, and then you start it. And if if the the clock is ticking up there, and the the, the the light bulb goes off, if you know what I mean, then you really get to thinking, and it makes sense. And if you're starting to thinking, if you're starting to think, then you're possibly understanding what's going on. You know what I mean here with with these questions and and the documentary and what's the meaning behind behind it. As you continue on listening or watching, I mean, the first time I spoke to him, you know, about it, I said when we were off the phone, I was still just kind of like, "Hmm, interesting." And I even spoke to a friend. I was like, "Have you ever thought about this?" <laughs> you know, um, I'm still really wanting and 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 needing, not for me, but for you guys to go and check that out. Um, Amazon Prime, I learned it from you. Uh, I still have my show that I did with Kevin. So um, don't uh, hesitate to uh, to check it out if you haven't. It's all there, Kevin. Uh, I learned it from you. Genius. Because when you look around in the world today, it, it, it came from... And the, the way people talk, think, say, just just how everything plays together in our society in our world, and the actions and the roles of people, and in our mindsets of how things are to be, or how they are, or this is wrong, this is right, or this is accepted, or this not or this is not accepted. Yeah, gotta really start to think about it. It's like, are these our thoughts? Are these thoughts placed by others? Are these, you know, because I mean, we have some horrible things that go on in the world, with a lot of hatred, with racism, uh, just so so many so much so many things, and for for one to be, you I mean think about the title. I learned it from you. So basically, for one, that the way they live their lives or how they go about it. Or the hate that they may they may spew are the thoughts of another that they learned it from growing up, like if you grew up somewhere in a certain type of neighborhood and let's just say and there's no like Hispanics or any blacks around and 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 uh then you never really got to know those you know what I mean other cultures and also during while you're while you're be, while you're in your childhood being raised it's not and you're not being really taught very uh kindly of the of other races to even possibly hate these races and that they're disgusting and they have no place here in in our country or on this planet and you grow up with those thoughts you grow up with those ways your life's gonna turn out completely a different way than than others in a very terrible way, but in such a detrimental way, because this is a person now set on a path for whatever they do in life, if they hold on to the these, you know, thoughts that they grew up with, that were given to them, then whatever they try to succeed at or produce in life, they push forward to, this is going to play out in it, because the world is so full of different cultures, and there will be no room for these cultures in this person's world. So how do they eliminate that? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, to me, I, w- I would think how it is now. We must get rid of them. We must belittle them. We must put wall- walls up. You know, stuff like that. That type of thinking. Because it comes from somewhere. You just wake up one, one night and then you just have a a... a Pure hatred for for a race, like where's it coming from? Where, where's the the passion behind it? Where's the passion behind building a wall? Where's where's the the where's the passion behind calling, you know, African Americans stupid? Can't be, you know, something that you just thought overnight. You know, something you formulated overnight. This is what you learned, right? This is what you've been taught. This is what you know. Because those, they're coming out of your mouth. And these are your actions. So where did you learn it from? If this makes any sense. And if it doesn't, that's fine. Because go to Amazon Prime. Kevin Douglas, right? I learned it from you. I want these six questions to really, really be listened to. I even love to ask someone to call in, or I'll call them and we'll air it. And I want to know how you answer these questions. Maybe we can do a Q&A here on the show Douglas, Kevin Douglas herself. But for now, just check the documentary out. I promise you, you will learn something from it. I promise you, it will leave a life-lasting thought on your mind. Or thoughts, or possibly even some change for some people. Anthony Anthony Williams was a pleasure to talk with on the show. Pretty awesome guy, down to earth. Uh, we spoke uh, quite a bit about film and African American, um, you know, culture and the different, you know, stages and the time, you know, from from the beginning of um, entertainment till now. So there is no end. People are still up coming up rising you know and uh but we had to give it to and take it away way back to the great ones you know from music to comedy i think we initially started off on comedy so the show was pretty great we didn't go you know it was something i felt i always needed and want on my show too is just just nothing too stressful that's gonna worry or make anyone cry And I said that's what i do <laughs> but also just something, you know what I mean, just chill kickback, you know what I mean, but still giving you something to chill kickback to, you know, and I know a lot of people, you know, can definitely, definitely, uh, you know, agree on things when it comes down to like old school entertainment and legends and who, who puts this on the map and this, this and that, so it's pretty cool how we started with comedians like Eddie Murphy, we're like taking it back, you know. when, you know, and how long have African-Americans really been out here doing the damn thing. And that that was just, that's a thousand times ahead. And it just started naturally. It wasn't planned or anything. You know, man, he was saying names I didn't even know. I'm going to be honest with you guys here. Uh, It was funny to me when he brought up the movie that Eddie Murphy did, um, Dolomite, because the other night before I did the show... Um, we were watching Dolomite, but I kind of was uh, busy, distracted, distracted, so I was looking over, you know, getting lunches, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then, so, when we did that show, and we were going on, and then, because we hit up Eddie Murphy first, and then he needed to tell me more about Dolomite, I said, you know what, I didn't, basically, I got to go back and watch the movie, you know, because, He's um, he. pretty good movie. I was, you know, I was a little distracted, so I was like, okay, and let's set it off onto so many, you know, other great legends. Dave Chappelle, um, and that's going in order of the top to the here. I'm just speaking out on some of the greats because we, we all know Dave Chappelle is funny as hell. <laughs> Doing on to Mike Epps and, you know, Kevin Hodge. Hors- Cat- we play a little game thinking like okay who we match up together. I, I think we did that on the show or prior to the show speaking. But we just and and I just had the time playing around with, you know what I mean? Like just, you know, the funniness and, and memories of of some of the entertainers. Like I would probably match up like Cat with Kevin. Not because they're short, because I their humor. I would Put uh, Mike Epps, Dave Chappelle, and let's do it. maybe what do you think uh together? Get a set on on a on a stage. They do their own comic, com- com- you know, comic, uh, you know what I mean, performance together. Uh, I don't know. So some some of you might think have your own and that's fine, but that's just how uh, my my you know fun way of putting them together. i probably put together. Let uh, Hmm, let me give you one more. Oh, hello, okay, that's little Martin Warren. Okay, okay. I don't even sit here and act like he wasn't funny. Crack, be a bad man. Y'all remember Martin? One of the funniest shows. Consistently funny. Never a dull one, ever. So I'll probably put Martin and I'll take Martin in and go ahead and put him with Kevin and have them do a segment together. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's so many more, guys. We hit them back up. Rest in peace, Red Fox, Richard Pryor. But, um, we even spoke of the females. You know, I don't care anybody, so I still always give it up to uh, Monique, because she's cracking me up. <laughs> Real talk. Um, so, yeah. But then, you know, it, we, we spoke more about, you know, just the world in general, and I just want to say, uh, We appreciate you, Anthony. You're always welcome back here. Guys, check out his show, Delivery Grove. Thank you. To Stephen Sims and all of my guests, you guys left a piece of yourself here with me, Brandy Joy, the voice of Beckinson. This will always be a place where you're more than welcome. This is a place for, uh, if are any guests that I didn't say, which I think I got them, but if there's any that I did Mr. Terrell, thank you for the segment we did on the downtown um, homeless crisis, because that's something that is very, very major right now, right up there with bullying. Um, thank you so much for lighting us, more than welcome to be back here at a Voice to Be Reckon with. Uh, Steven Sands, you, uh, man. You, you made some very, you hit some, some I just put it like this, I like your style. <laughs> I like you say what you need, need what needs to be said because you need to say it. And you're not, you wasn't coloring it or trying to make it not what, you know what I mean, what it was, beating around the bush, you know, taking the back streets or anything like that. You know, you just said how you felt and, you, and how it was. And I appreciate it. I definitely, definitely got to have you back here because so much. I have so much. (laughs) We have so much to learn from you. You're amazing, and that's pretty awesome that you're the one that uh, Kevin chose. You did a great job at that, and thank you for coming on the show, Kevin. Thank you for sending me to this amazing man's way. Got you. Got you back, Mr. Steven Sam. Whenever you need us here. The voice to be reckoned to us. This uh, has been a very, almost a year. <laughs> great, great year. In this new world for me of podcasting. And to have developed such a great family already. That I'll hold on to and cherish for the rest of my life. Thank you so much. Thank you for the ones that do... My segment, Podcaster Visions. Um, that show is hot. People like it. People still ask, and they, you know, put something on. And I'm like, what you think? Of course you can't. Of course you can't. I love the fact that podcasters want, you know what I mean, to share themselves with people and, and let them know why they're listening to them and why, why they chose you know, what they chose, and their journey, and their vision, and where they want to see them go, you know, with, with their podcast, you know, and that's what exactly what it's for, and it's for the listeners to feel a little bit more close to maybe their favorite podcaster, or their favorite show, or just in general, when they hear someone's show, it's more personable, and more, you know what I mean, you just, Tune, you kind of you tune in a little bit more to them because you feel like you know something about them that makes them seem more real. If you know what I mean. So um, I just want to say thank you, thank you for all who support my show and who believe and who believe in me and who took the time out to to ask questions, to listen, to want to know. It means the world to me. So um, thank you so much. Your guests, everyone, thank you. So, guys, pretty soon here, I have an awesome, awesome, awesome show that will be um, pretty amazing, and you don't want to miss it. I know I don't want to miss it, and I was... The one that was <clears throat> interviewing him. <laughs> you know, uh, I've gotten the pleasure to have a very awesome guy in my corner. You know, that takes a chance on me and believes in me. And I just want to say thank you so very much to Mr. Steven Joyner. I feel like the day that you <laughs> made the phone call was the day God said, here you go, Brandy. There's a, a gift. You earned it. And I got the pleasure of interviewing Mr. Joyner. And it was another gift cause, because he doesn't do interviews <laughs> at all. And uh, I asked and he, he did mine. And I just want you to know that that meant the world to me and um everyone he, he's he's got a, a pretty amazing story and to where he is now he didn't let it stop him so you're an inspiration and I can't wait until everybody is uh able to listen to our show so everybody be listening for um the dates that I air my interview with Steven Joyner okay so on that note everyone we're going to get ready to go here thank you so much for listening tuning in my listeners you're so awesome I always remember what I tell you you're welcome here reach out my messenger hit my email Singleton 512 at gmail.com um whatever you need because you have a voice we all have a voice and if you don't have one damn sure for sure we're going to get you one and use ours for now until yours is there you get it i'm just being silly right now guys thank you so much um tune in soon for more and you guys enjoy the rest of your night peace